To everybody's favourite English language Korean footballing podcast, it is indeed back. Forty-eight shades of football. Been a while. It's been a long time, right? I mean, last time I last time we recorded, I didn't have a baby. That's how long it's been. Right. I don't think your wife was even pregnant, was she? Uh, I don't think I was even married. <laughs> that's, that's how long ago it feels, anyway. Well, um, welcome back. Congratulations, uh, Thank new you. new father, uh, and um, obviously, uh, I was about to say. More importantly, K League is back. Yes, uh, I would. I would second that. More importantly, uh, I'll probably get probably get uh, more sleep now that the K League's back. Yes, <laughs> especially especially if there's no fans in the stadium, <laughs> and, and I'm subjected to IB Sports every like three times a week. But we have, funnily enough, we've actually found football. We have. We, we didn't expect. Do. We didn't. We didn't expect to. Um, we've we've come. Well, where have we come to? Well, we're actually at Tonham Football Centre. Uh, down in Tonan, obviously. Uh, this is not the place that Soweiland played uh, their games last season, and potentially might be doing again this season <laughs> if you look at Jam Show. Uh, but yeah, it's the uh, football centre. There's like a bunch of five or side pitches. There's one kind of main stadium. There's one main stadium with a real grass, the real pitch, grass pitch, and the others are AstroTurf, which have got games going on non-stop. But yep. amazingly, there is actually a game going on in the main uh, in the main stadium. We think it's a university game, given that one. They're taking it very, very seriously, and one team does have university written on yep. the, on its on its back. I think it's a Jeju or, or well, it something. Seems to be, it seems to be Jeju International University. It seems to be. Um, so I guess when 180,000 people were flying to Jeju, they were flying up here. I guess, right? <laughs> very possibly. <laughs> Again, very, uh, very. Interesting. This is the home of CCFC, uh, which I guess stands for Chonan City Football Club. Yep. And uh, there's one banner in the corner that says "We are CCFC." FC. Indeed. And uh, also, we've come away from the main stadium now to sit somewhere we thought it might be a little bit quieter. It's actually not, uh, because we've got Subway Line 1 right behind us, clanking past uh, every... Well, they're not very frequent, actually. Yep. And also, we've got a big circuit, which is uh, for, for cyclists and walkers. Uh, it's around about a... Uh, a I, I think we saw it, something like three, fifteen hundred metres all the way around. Yeah. It's, a, it's, a, it's a long, long circuit that goes around all of the other... All of the pitches. Uh, we didn't actually think the Chonan, the Chonan City was actually going to be a very nice city, shall we say? But this is quite a nice, quite a nice location. It's quite a nice place. There's actually a we up up the far away corner when we were walking around. There's a, a dog fair up up there as well, or like some kind of dog club, and they're eating fried chicken. There's no beer, so there's no point in getting up there. Um, but yeah, we're sitting here, like, a couple of beers, a couple of bottles of Chonan Makali. Beautiful place actually. Watching the guy in an orange top go round and round. And he, he does park life actually. Maybe that's what we said. There's an intro instead, right? He's done park life instead, right? He doesn't actually realise that we are doing lap times on. I'm <laughs> not sure. He might be realising it. He's 
after about three or four times, it did look as if he was nodding at us as he was going past. So maybe maybe he is watching us lap or time him. What is his lap time, Arsene? Uh, five minutes and 42 seconds was his last lap time, which was a little bit faster than the previous one. So perhaps he does realise and perhaps he, he's giving it some because he knows he's being timed. Uh, OK, we're being timed as well. We don't want to be uh, too, uh, too, too long, as all new fathers you are on the clock at all. At all moments of the day, I thought you were going to say, "As all new fathers, you're no longer long." I was there. I don't know what that means by that, but yeah, yeah, sure. Um, I am on the clock, indeed. So we will push on. I guess you're going to talk about a, a, a few, a, a few things. Obviously, we'll, well, we're not going to really preview this week's Kaylee because we don't really care. Care for the start here. Me too. Um, but I think we will give a we'll give a prediction out for each each game that's going to take place in K1, and uh, and of course they, they finally remember they're going to bring K2 back yep. as uh, well. Uh, going to talk a, a few uh, a few things as well. Just talking about our uh, obviously this this sort of two month hiatus has given us a chance to to, to, to think about a lot of things to remember uh, a lot of things. Uh, so some memorable things from uh, from K League as well. Uh, one thing that is going to be different this year is that at least initially, no fans in the stadium. How that do you is... feel about that? So, I mean, as a as a Songnam fan, I'll be like a midweek game, right? But um, <laughs> no, I mean, I don't know. I, I don't really know how I feel about it. To be perfectly honest, having. You know, seeing the park at Chonan, you know, like, you know, being up and around Seoul, seeing the parks and stuff, it, it, they're pretty busy. There's a lot of people in restaurants and parks. Is there something about a stadium that means people can't go in? Uh, we're not going to get, get into the politics of it, but just could they have relaxed it a little bit? Could they have maybe put in place some some guidelines well, that would have allowed us back into stadiums this weekend? That, that's, what this we, weekend? that's what we've got to do with the horse racing, obviously, because we can't operate without any fans because if we operate without any fans people still bet on it but that's all illegal uh, my, my sort of take on it is yeah let's, let's get the games on but you, you mentioned those so, social distancing would you want to go to a game that's the question I mean I think we have to look at what, what how much would you be willing to give up to get to a game mm-hmm. and at that point is it worth going to I mean one of the big things about K-League um there's a lot of things that we all enjoy but we have to be brutally honest very little of it is what's happening on the pitch <laughs> I mean it's true right it's not the greatest quality football league in the world um, it really isn't um, but you know, like a big part of it is the fact you can have a beer in the stand you know uh, you can you know like the ultras do try and create as much noise and colour as possible you know that you're, you're allowed to walk around so you can actually go and watch your team you know, attacking one goal at a half time, move to the other end and watch them attack the other goal. Been doing, been doing that at Sangam for about eight years now, yeah. yeah. I mean, you know, actually one time we started off a game in the Butchon end and we ended up in the second <laughs> so half of the end, yeah. so FC end. So, I mean, you can even walk between fans. So I think, you know, that a whole part of that, you know, it is Children's Day after all, you know, and a whole part of that is that family atmosphere that's there I mean that's why we like going you know the fact that we can do things that we can't actually do in stadiums back home that's very true yeah um, so you know would I if it was suddenly assigned seats um, and I was plonked next to the person who ate all the squid as the famous book that's coming out <laughs> soon um, would I be happy if I couldn't move um, and bear in mind you couldn't have a beer 
you're yep. not supposed to be doing any chanting. I mean, you remember those games after the uh, the ferry disaster a few few years ago. Yep, ten years ago, I see. Yeah, um, I, I, it was only, it was five years ago now. I think it was, and yeah, it, I, I don't think anyone really enjoyed those those games very very much. It wasn't distancing going on then. It was no no chanting. We went down to to Suwon and. When you had the Bhutan guys screaming, yeah, they, they couldn't chant, but it didn't stop them from swearing at the top of their top of their voices and ripping seats up. Yep, shout at number eighteen. Yes, um, it yeah, wasn't even on the pitch. It wasn't even on the pitch. But that, but that is actually quite an interesting point because, for respect, the the band chanting, the players, eh, the players, the fans did, the clubs did, and yet they still allowed them to scream about dogs and everything else that was all going on. Yes. And with the Bridgeton fans anyway, yeah? That so, was that was Bridgeton, yeah. So yeah, I mean, I don't really know. Like, If you take away the singing, if you put in a signed seating, if you take away being able to have a beer, well, it's essential, but, you know, it's part of the it's part of the key, the key of the day out. Um, would I want to go to the stadium? I don't really know. I'd probably, if you could guarantee me uh, that song that I'm we're going to beat Blue Wings in the big board, then probably, yeah, I would take it and I would still go. But isn't half the fun of Songnam beating Blue Wings in the big third? You've got your little rubber chicken on a stick and trying to get him away from security and things like that. And Nobody said we couldn't bring the chicken. <laughs> Nobody banned the chicken. Come on. Yeah, but he's going to he's gonna have to wear a mask, isn't he? <laughs> he's going to have to wear a mask and be, and be thrown two metres. <laughs> thrown two metres away. away. No one can go, yeah. no one can go uh, um, near him. Man. Yeah, I mean, no, is <laughs> probably the answer. You know, like, I think whether or not fans should be back in this weekend, again, whatever. Uh, but would I give up all those things just so I could go and watch a game? Mm, I'd probably go to Hoff. I'd probably go to a pub and watch it. Yep, that's the uh, <laughs> the uh, the thing. I think uh, that, that would be the same for me. I mean, I've, got, I've obviously got a season ticket. Uh, I, I think even if, even if season ticket holders were allowed in, I don't think I'd be going until things are back to uh, back to normal to be quite honest perfectly happy to watch it on TV preferably in a in a pub so uh, there, there, there we go uh, okay so uh, I, I did uh, just to jump in quickly I, I did obviously say 10 years ago when we talked about the ferry and you I did got, say 10 years ago why, I, why did you say and 10 I got years that confused ago? with something else that happened 10 years ago to this day actually I thought you denied it happened to this day yeah, well, you've been, well. well you've been reminding me of it for about 6 of those 10 years I think it's possibly the first time we went to a match to, to, together we might have been a couple of years prior to it in, as part of a bigger group I think this was the first time the two of us went yep I think um, so yeah. oh, when I, and I, I, do, I do remember meeting you at Gundog Station this was Children's Day uh, uh, 2010 Yep. Uh, so I remember meeting you at Gundok Station and uh, you, you saying, well, are we going to get some beers for the journey? I'm like, it's only 10 minutes on the subway. <laughs> and you were like, yes, we're going to get some beers for the journey. We didn't get some beers for, for, some for beers, the journey. Yeah. Uh, it was Children's Day uh, 2010. Uh, back in those days, uh, I had tickets in, in the WAG section at, at, at Sangam, the bit on the halfway line in the West Stand, uh, where you have nice seats with armrests and yep. things, things that. like that. And uh, we, we went in there. It was FC Seoul against Song, Songnam, Ilhwa, yep. as it was. We won't dwell on the game very much because... Um, Songnam got scudded. Songnam did get, uh, did get hammered. I always remember it being 6-0, but it wasn't. That was a different season. It was only 4-0. Uh, it was only 4-0 that, that particular day. Of course, the most notable th- thing about it, though, was... The attendance. The attendance, which was... 
Over 60,000, I it believe. It was over 60,000, yeah. Now, obviously, a lot of that had to do with Children's Day. And also it being, I think it was called Shinhan Love Card Day or something like that. <laughs> I think it was, <laughs> well, right? And yeah. it ended up, and it is still to this day, the, 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 the biggest attendance at any domestic sporting event. Obviously, I, I mean, I, I dare say if LG and Dusan played each other in a playoff and they had a stadium big enough, they could probably match it. But they, 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 they don't. And uh, it, it, it remains the, the biggest thing. But what, one thing that also stood yeah, out... It'll never be matched. It'll never be no. matched. But one thing that imagine. stood out to me that was that... Um, that crowd, of course, that, that pulled the average attendance up somewhat, but it pulled the average attendance up to about 40,000. Uh, so even back then, so still getting you know, in, in excess of 30,000 yeah. to, to their home games. And so you know, what happened to make things drop off a cliff uh, midway, through the, midway through the teens? Hopefully there was a better trajectory going last year, and hopefully this, this current thing hasn't hasn't spoiled that but uh, yeah I just to think it was it was regular you posted something on, on Twitter the other day I think on uh, about an Inchon a Dejon Inchon game with uh, yeah. what was the attendance for that so 1st uh, of May uh, 2010 actually same season 1st uh, of May 2010 uh, the attendance was 32,500 uh, I'm going to put that down that was probably over the Buddha's birthday holiday I guess possibly yeah, yeah. Mm. but yeah at Dejon World Cup Stadium 32,500 watched as Dejon Lost 2-0 to Inchon mm-hmm. That season so I still won the league That season Right um, And But on the pitch side, The guy who scored both goals uh, Yubion Su Ended up uh, Becoming The top goal scorer That year So Inchon actually had the top goal scorer Despite finishing I want to say 7th or 8th in, in the league Right um, uh, Interesting I don't think John Book were, I can't remember where John Book finished But obviously Yeah 10 years ago So were winning leagues um, Then John Book went on a a crazy run of what, six in the last was it five in the last six or something or six in the last seven or something something depressingly like that yes yeah. one last thing about that Children's Day game I have no official confirmation of this uh, but I do believe that was the the straw that broke the camel of Kunsok's back I believe <laughs> Kunsok never went to World Cup Stadium after that ever in a game apart from the FA Cup final he, he didn't go as Ilhwa yeah I yeah. saw him I met actually. I, I, this is this is your um, your, your friend, your Songnam supporting yep. friend. Um, I, I, I did actually run into him at the World Cup Stadium station prior to that FA Cup final, which was six years almost six years ago yep. now. And um, he's like, "Hey," I was like, "Hey," and he's like, "Big match." I was like, "Yeah," and he's like, "Who are you supporting today?" <laughs> and um, I was like, "Football. I'm supporting football today." <laughs> And um, yeah, uh, we didn't speak for about two years after yep. after after that. But apart from the FA Cup final, I don't think he's been at any other game in so World Cup Stadium since that four 0 Since defeat. that four 0 defeat, I think I'm, I think that's true. Right. Uh, okay. Well, uh, the, you, you had prior to this, uh, prior to this, uh, prior to us recording here today, you had said you had you'd had I think four questions you wanted answered, I and the, the, I think the first question was I, I kind of ruined it. The first question was what would you do to get into the stadium? Yes. My answer would be. I'd rather not go, to be quite honest. Okay. Um, um, you got some other questions we're each going to try and give an answer to, yep. though. Um, what's the first of those? So, so those questions are about transfers over those 10 years uh, since we first... Um, I, I mean, we could extend it longer than those 10 years. Yeah, I, I mean, think I'm going to need to go back a bit further than that. I mean, I've been watching K-League for 13, you've been watching K-League for... Uh, too long to remember. Too long to remember, yeah. Um, so what I would want to think about is four things, yeah, in terms of transfers. Because, um, I, mean, I mean, obviously... The transfer window closed a long time ago, and I don't think anyone remembers who's signed for who right now, right? 
Um, so thinking about historically in the past, uh, who would you say was the best transfer uh, for any club? Uh, the worst transfer for any club? Uh, the most disappointing transfer? That's not the same as the worst. The worst is right. like someone who was just honkingly bad. Like disappointing is someone who you thought would be really good but ended up not for whatever reason. And surprising, someone who was one of those meh signings, you know, like Bobby Petter joining Celtic, uh, <laughs> ended up running rings round Fernando Rickson, God rest him, and uh, the rest is history, yeah? So, um, what would be, well, how would you, let's start with like, probably generally the easiest one to answer. What is like the best transfer you think, uh, be it from a soul point of view or any club point of view? I, I, so, yeah, I thought about these, I didn't think about these in, 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 in too great a, in too great a detail mainly because they would be coloured by my experience and, my, and I'll be honest my first few years in K, in watching K-League I primarily watched Seoul I didn't go to many neutral games uh, so it's obviously coloured by that I, I, I would say the, the, the best sign it's a very lazy and cliched answer I would say the, the best sign I've seen was when Seoul signed Dayan from Incheon yeah. um, and do you know what I, I Although we, of course, we had the Rock Football message board forum at that at that time, um, I, you know, I didn't actually know Dayan had signed for Seoul until I came went came to the preseason friendly. The preseason friendly was FC Seoul against none other than any idea who? I don't. LA Galaxy. Yeah, they got oh, Beckham God. and all. <laughs> and, okay. And uh, suddenly, suddenly, because it was a sign seating for that, because they were expecting a, a massive crowd because of Beckham. And in the end, they only got thirty thousand. I think it was mainly because they spent the whole week saying how a massive crowd. And everyone assumed yeah. it was sold out, so they didn't go. And they were showing up to that. And uh, uh, my grandfriend I was with was pointed at the, uh, at the at this foreigner wearing a soul top on the field. It's like, who's that? And I was like. That's Dayan, isn't it? Incheon's Dayan. And it was. And, of course, the, the, the rest is history. Um, that game actually finished in a, a draw. It went to a penalty shootout. And Beckham did score his penalty, unfortunately. Unfortunately, yeah. Mm. I, I, I could have got in that game. <laughs> I, Were you? Was I, it? This must have been 2000. I was trying to remember when it was. What, 2008, was it? 2009. I think, I think it might I think have been I'd the... I just come back. Or was it just before I left? I can't really remember. Uh, but uh, well, anyone could have gone to that game. It's supposed to be a sellout, but it wasn't. Yeah, yeah. But I, I yeah, I think I chose not to. Yeah. Mm. Um. What about what about you? What do you what do you think? What do you think your, your um, best? I mean, again, I'm going to go with a very lazy one. I mean, Dehan's obviously up there. Um, but for me, just because he's still scoring important goals, especially in the in the ACL and everything else, uh, I'm going to go with uh, when John Book signed Edon Gook. Okay, uh, I, d- I don't think there are many Korean players that have been so key and so important in Kelly Kasem. I think. I right. mean, he, the guy's still—he's he, older than me. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, and he always will be, I guess. <laughs> he always will. Um, yes, but um, he's I still mean, older than me. He's ninety-nine uh, percent of teams in Kelly would take him. And he get into the and he get, and, get, the and first, get team, first team, like, an absolute incredible player, incredible longevity. So is Dehan. I mean, obviously Dehan had a disappointment last year uh, at Blue Wings, and I hope he does a lot better. And I'm sure he will do a lot better with Degu. But mm-hmm. I don't. I mean, what um, what Edon Gook has done in the last what like, 10, 11 years has just been phenomenal. I, I, 
absolutely incredible. Okay. So for me, lazy answer, but you don't good. Okay, fair enough. Um, what's your second question? Second question, I, I don't want to go with the easy worst one now. Second question is, what would you say has been like for you? What has been the most disappointing transfer? So maybe one that you were really excited about, or I, really thought would take the key league I by have, storm or something. I am not going to answer that question because I have never ever been excited about a transfer in okay. the Kelly. Uh, the, the reason for that is because we all know, you know, the the, the sort of you know intra sort of Kelly trades. I'm sounding like a I'm talking about American baseball here. Sorry, the uh, inter Kelly transfers are all, all well listening. and good, but there's never there's never really anything exciting. Is it all? So you said intra stop listening by you know any any basically any half decent player goes to John Book. That, that's yeah. it. And we know not to get excited about foreign imports until we see them, because we know that however good they are, that's not necessarily being good at football. Being a great footballer isn't isn't going to make it necessarily working career yeah. because there's so many other things to go yeah. to go by. So I'm going to change my disappointing thing. Again, it wasn't a surprise. The biggest disappointment in my time in K League has been the existence of Seoul Eland FC. Yes, they 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 are they had a disappointment. They are. I mean, I have in my head an analogy of you know going home after three bottles of soju but anyway they, they had a, <laughs> a huge disappointment they, they probably promised nothing and delivered nothing but they're still huge yeah, disappointment well they promised everything and we said at the time this just isn't going to happen yeah. and duly it, it hasn't but even from the start it was it, it, it wasn't what it seemed and, and we, we sort of knew that like what well, they were they were great pains to say there was going to be no religious involvement because yep. you know what happens in Elan company etc uh, but then uh, I'm, I'm not saying they hired the wrong people I, I don't think they did I, I think they hired the wrong, the right people they just didn't back them but everyone they hired did have a, a certain religious connection uh, as, as well even mm-hmm. down to some of the playing staff and yep. it was it, 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 it was just never going uh, never going to be what it was maybe that's the danger of maybe that is the danger of sort of benchmarking MLS as, as something a, a league to follow because MLS is very Unique league, yeah. obviously, and it, it just didn't work here. Maybe Jamshill was the problem. That wasn't necessarily their fault, as the Seoul City government desperately wanted them yeah. to play in the Jamshill Stadium because they needed a, an anchor tenant for that for that big behemoth of an arena. Uh, but w- for whatever reason, I say I'm not even I say it was a, a, dis- a disappointment. It was it was disappointing, even if it wasn't surprising what what has happened. And to play, I'm, I enjoy watching them. Actually. No, I don't. No one does. <laughs> That's rubbish. No one enjoys, enjoys watching, watching them. them. Um, They're horrendous. Fair play them for keeping going, yeah. and uh, I, I hope one day they can come out a better. I just wish a they hadn't called themselves Elan, and because they had a, you know, a lovely kit, and uh, that it could have been done differently. But yeah. ultimately, okay. I think that the, there was a desire from the marketing department to do it differently but I think from those who actually had the power there probably wasn't a desire to do that differently yep. and you mentioned marketing just really quickly I mean their first ever game their inaugural game against Anyang was live on well, like KBS or something oh like, was it really? Like, I, I mean I watched it at home it was like it covered live their first game kicked off at 11am um, which was actually time to be shown uh, back where Martin Rennie had That's right. managed and I want to see Vancouver. Vancouver, yeah, it was Vancouver. Yeah. 
Uh, so that game was actually shown live uh, in the states, America, in Canada, they, they whatever you want to call it, North America. Um, so yeah. Oh, there we have our mid mid shall, podcast shall music. We, shall we? Should we start doing lap times on on on, on that Hopefully one? It doesn't as well. go back round again. Yes, yeah? <laughs> but okay. if, if if you if you do, we, well, we don't need to time it because we can just look at the uh, the, the times uh, in the uh, in the recording where 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 that uh, where that horrific piece of music shows shows up. Um, okay, so Eland was, was was my disappointment. I mean, let's face it, I've been watching Kelly for fifteen years. There's been many disappointments, yep. but I, I would say that was the big one because that did have the chance to be something different. Over to you, a, a disappointment, a transfer, or, or anything. Yep. My biggest disappointment, uh, transfer disappointment, definitely, um, has to be Niall McGinn. Uh, signed from Scottish Premier League, signed from Aberdeen, who were the second best club in Scotland at the time. Um, he played for, he was a, a pivotal player for, for Aberdeen, if not the best, to be honest. Uh, he played with Celtic, not a particularly great player with Celtic, more of a squad player, but still Northern Irish and, and a nationalist. Came to Korea, should have, I mean, he should have like easily ran all over this league, um, and he never played. I mean, he like what I think he managed a, a, the sum total of about hundred minutes. Um, hugely disappointing. Uh, he was the deal was all brokered by by Key, I believe. It's like Key's dad and like Key's father's got something to do with Guangzhou, right? Um, and yeah, I think hugely disappointing. Um, should have been. Should have been a joy to watch, and as you said earlier, though, so but many you knew, things you knew before. It was, I it mean, was, you know what? It was a high chance of that happening, especially where, where yep. did he, where did he go? It was Equanjan. Yeah, it, it, that's not like going to Suwon or, or Seoul or, or Jomburg. I mean, I yes, I probably should have done, and that's why it probably isn't the we biggest had, disappointment. We had Eric Partaloo as well before yeah. before that. But just I think just the fact that this guy was when he came from Aberdeen, he he. This guy, he came straight from Aberdeen. I mean, he had no clothes. You know, it wasn't mm-hmm. as if yep. he had to get up to speed. He could come directly from the SPL right into the K League. I mean, he was he was fit, he was trained, he was ready, and uh, yeah, just there was no reason other than I don't know the cultural language, what whatever training methods, whatever. There was no reason for him for me bomb so badly. And um, a lot of foreigners come here who don't have talent, don't have mentality but I really did think he did and then he moved back to Aberdeen I, I did think, a great job back at Aberdeen again I think so. to be fair there are very few foreigners who come here who don't have talent I mean obviously there was the, the con- conveyor belt of <laughs> yeah okay he got and the, and the conveyor belt of somewhat suspect Brazilians around about eight nine years ago uh, who all came from the same agency and would be recycled every six months um, but there, there, there's very few who don't have, have, have talent. But as you know, in, in pretty much every field here, it's just yeah. not it's not it's not enough to be to be good at what you do, to, to be able to, to to make it in the K League. So um, it, it, it's yeah, another one as as you say, it's, it's a disappointment. It's one you really wanted to be successful, but yeah. ultimately it wasn't surprising. I, yeah. uh, I, I'm, I'm afraid we had a few like that before. I mean, I met Kiki Musampa coming to FC Seoul for a while, the former Manchester City player. And uh, he was fantastic for 35 minutes of his debut, I yeah. think. And uh, then, it, yeah, it, 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 all, it, all, it all went wrong, uh, as it has for, for so many. Uh, that's why, I mean, Seoul's Sol, success for so many years was, was, was built upon having a real secure spine of foreign players. Yeah. You're a Dielsen, also you're bringing them in from other teams in, 
in Korea. So Dayan, who'd already proven himself, Molina, who'd already proven proven himself, and picking up some other ones who'd perhaps played elsewhere in Asia, Escudero, for for instance, um, and of course the the the, the great um, the great. Why is his name? Uh, eluded me because he then came back to Songnam and scored that last-minute goal equaliser at uh, and did the backflip. Oh, Sever Jeparov. Sever Jeparov, exactly. So, so Seoul's sort of success over that time was built on selecting the foreigners the right way. I still never think. I know John Book have had some, some some fantastic foreigners, of course, over the years as well. I still don't think they've been sort of as laser focused as Seoul had been in that particular era. Gone a bit pear-shaped since. Um, it's quite difficult to kind of think about worse transfer because you know there's yeah. been a lot of horrendously shockingly bad transfers that not because of the players' fault should never have happened. Yeah, but is it a, a worse moment or a worse transfer other than Eland? You've <laughs> been a worse moment that you can think of. <laughs> every every Eland signing. <laughs> I have um, one. You have one. I have one. Go yeah. on then. The worst transfer in history is the guy that Eland put on their Instagram in a mocked up photoshopped um, Elan strip and he didn't actually sign for them oh, right. can't remember the guy's name it was like maybe two years ago uh, I think I think Dan was still at the club at the time and um, maybe two or three years ago and Elan uh, revealed this foreigner on, on, on their Instagram account uh, and yeah the guy had never actually signed for them mm-hmm. uh, and never did sign for them Right. Uh, and I'm not even sure he was actually at that football like, it was just some foreigner that they, they kind of they, wandered into jam show one day and got, and got a photograph um, so yeah probably announcing someone who you didn't actually sign and never did sign is probably the worst transfer right in, 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 indeed yeah I, so we just want the worst transfer we could go even further than that I mean it, we, we, we all heard the rumours we saw that that politician in Yongin who who stood on the on the promise of bringing Jeju United to Yongin so could worst transfer in history have been SK's team from Buchon to um, well, to, uh, to to Jeju. I, I, I don't know. It, 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 I, 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 again, that's not one I don't really know what to make of because it would be bringing them out of one white elephant stadium and putting them into another white elephant stadium. I can't see them getting the crowds in Yongin either. So. I, can't, I can't imagine so either. I really can't imagine so. But I guess the idea is it's way less isolated, right? So if nothing else you'll get John Book fans or whatever people going there. I, I, I've no idea. I don't oh, know. Right, they, the away. Yeah. I, I don't know. I mean, is there is there a big fan base in Yongin? Don't know. But Wait, probably more than there is in Sogbipo, right? The way I look at it is like every politician breaks election pledges and that'd be a pretty decent one to break. Yeah, that'd be a pretty easy one as yeah, well, Yeah, right? pretty easy one to break without too much comeback. Okay. Come back on. Yeah. Okay, and then final question. Mm. What's the most surprising transfer? The one... Guy or, or I doesn't need to be transfer most surprising thing in Kiri. The one thing that you didn't think would be a success, but actually turned out to be more than the key or important player or thing in in the league. You won't believe this. Actually, a couple of those. You won't believe this. Going back to FC Seoul again, but back when he was 18 years old, I was a puckery young skeptic. Okay, I do not believe that. You actually have that that tattoo, by the way, on your back. Is it almost finished? Uh, you, you should you should see the one. Um, <laughs> you should see the one someplace else. <laughs> uh, I remember the first the first, the first year of. You would have two on there anyway. <laughs> I, I remember the, the, the first uh, the, the first year actually of, of Parchi Young, and I was a skeptic. I don't know. I did. I, I didn't. I, I I liked going to football when I first came here. 
I didn't, I'll be honest with you, I didn't like the whole thing around the K-League. And in my first year, I only went to, I got a season ticket right away. And that was, was Park Ji Young's first year. He was supposed to go to Pohang. Uh, because Pohang had sent him over to Brazil or whatever, and he had promised he'd go back. Seoul swooped in and get him. And that, that was also at the time I was trying to persuade myself, oh, I hate FC Seoul, oh, FC Seoul are bad, you know, like you've got to be to be a real foreigner in Korea who likes football. You've got to, you've got to think FC Seoul are, you know, e- evil, aren't you? Otherwise, you're not a, not a real fan. I agree. Um, even, even, even though Seoul have been in Seoul now for far longer than they ever, ever were in Anyang, but uh, anyway, never mind. Um, and the K-League is a very different uh, thing. I don't know even why I'm trying to even bother, bother justifying it. But uh, I, I didn't like the whole thing surrounding Seoul at the time. I didn't like the fact that they made a song for him. And it was a bad song as well. I've actually got it somewhere. I'll dig it up oh on the... Uh, please, uh, <laughs> please. That'll be the, that'll be the outro, outro yeah, music. And uh, the way the, he's gone on to have the career that he, he has had, I know he still gets criticism left, right and centre, even from uh, the... Uh, the, the, the main uh, absent pod, podcast the absent host. podcast host today um, the, 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 the career that he's had has, has, has shocked me and, and shocked me in a good way I thought I'd try and find a positive one for at least one of the one of the ones yeah. that I, 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 I'd, I'd say um, is. It, it, it is also again unfulfilled slightly unfulfilled potential I'm still convinced he hates football but he's um, yeah the fact he's still playing now wow incredible I mean he, he seems to hate football but he seems to at least hate it less in a soul strip than he did in some other strips mm-hmm. out there, right? And you? Uh, for me, probably uh, I'm, I'm going to pick a recent one for this just because of how key the guy ended up becoming and that is probably uh, Thiago uh, Thiago uh, Alves, maybe? Yep. Uh, Thiago signing from Pohang to, um, for, for Songnam and He's why I'm, I'm, I'm going to say that. He's he, he a decent enough season at Songnam, but at uh, Pohang, sorry. But when he came to Songnam, he, he didn't have a decent season at Songnam. He had like the most incredible half season of football I think anyone in the K-League's ever had. Um, mm. He became such a ridiculously important player for us. He was then the whole disgustingness of uh, us not actually owning his transfer and him being sold oh, on the, one of those, wasn't the, it? Uh, yeah. the, the Middle Eastern team. Uh, him crying on the pitch, uh, basically when he when he was leaving, uh, Pitu crying on the pitch next to him, realizing he was only playing the team that was half decent. <laughs> yes. um, and it's just like I mean that goal we scored against John Am when he took it the full length of the pitch and took it by every single John Am player. Uh, the goal we scored in his like the first first game uh, was against Blue Wings. Uh, he scored against Pohang in the second game. The, the guy was just an amazing player for Songnam. Like, he never did it for John Book. Hugely disappointed for John Book, never played. Uh, I don't think she liked him, like, he never played him much. Um, I don't really as now actually, I think he's mm. still like I think he's still with John, I'm not actually sure. Um but average average Pohang player, absolute and utter legend for that half season in a Songnam strip. Uh, when he left Songnam were third um, when the season finished we got relegated uh, it's that simple that's how important that guy be- became and he was such an unassuming guy as well he never looked like a footballer he looked like a barman um, right, he wasn't so quite Jar Jar-esque though, he wasn't he? a Jar Jar-esque no, I, I didn't really talk about Jar Jar-esque like, to be honest <laughs> and that guy yeah whatever um, but, but Thiago one of the greatest footballers I've seen play in the K-League mm-hmm. um, I would say without a doubt ok good and the great 
great thing about all this is that even we talked about things that happened 15 years ago, just three days from now, new stuff's going to happen. Yes, indeed, and we will watch it all on our TVs or our phones. Indeed, and we better briefly talk about some of the games that are going on. The big kickoff is obviously uh, Friday night. Yep. Uh, that's down in, in Jonju. The, the charity shield, so to speak. The charity shield, but with three points on the line, which is how it should be. Um, who's going to win? Uh, John Berg. <laughs> is that just going to be your default uh, default um, answer for the rest of the season? Yeah, for the rest of the season. Um, no, that day, John Book. John Book, so John Book going to beat Suwon. Prediction, score prediction for me, the score um, prediction. 2 1. Tiger will score. Tiger's been scoring a little bit in, mm. pre, in, in those, can we call them pre seasons? Even though they're, you know what I mean? Yeah, the yeah, games yeah. that have been done have been done recently. Um, but yeah, John Book will, will win that one. One thing K League is doing very well, which the baseball, with its big, big, sexy broadcast deal with ESPN, is not doing. K League is nicely spacing the games out, they're not playing them all at the same yeah. time. Five baseball games today, all at two o'clock, so they can only sell one. Ridiculous. K-League's being very sensible, and on Saturday at two o'clock, it's Ulsan against Sangju. Ulsan. Ulsan will take it all the way again this year, and then they'll blow it the last game. No, I don't think they'll... I don't Do you reckon they'll, they'll get go, to the last game? I don't think they'll go to the last game. I think, I think John Book will win it with a couple of games to spare, but I think Ulsan will be second. Okay. Uh, once that game's done, the action moves to the football specific... It's Incheon against Daegu, the uh, the Battle of the Bus Shelter Grounds. <laughs> the Battle of Dehan. Yes, indeed. Um, nothing is straw. I have no idea. Isn't Well, I mean, Daegu have lost Andre, right? The manager, mm. right? Uh, I don't think anyone has any idea what Daegu well, going to be. Could be. It could be anything. And then in the evening, live on IB Sports, which is a newcomer to K-League Broadcasting yep. this year, Guangzhou against, uh, oh, something called Songnam. Songnam? Who are they? Uh, Guangzhou, Songnam. And we go for an away win for Songnam. I don't know why. I have no reason for it whatsoever. <laughs> okay, there's two games on Sunday, and uh, it's Pohang against Busan, kicking things off at 2 o'clock. Pohang. Okay, the, the new boys gonna yeah. gonna struggle. Gonna struggle. And uh, then at four thirty, it is Kangwon playing host to FC Seoul at uh, Chuncheon. Uh, the second away win of the weekend. Okay, now. Oh no, wait a minute, Kangwon, right? Kangwon. Well, again, we, we who knows? They were they were they were souls. Nemesis. Like, nemesis last year. Mm-hmm. Ah, still away win, away win. Okay, and uh, obviously uh, people tend to forget about the K. K2 um, the K-League tends to forget about the K2 uh, but it, it is it is kicking off uh, they're actually kicking off uh, 1.30 on Saturday the first game uh, down on uh, the island it's Yongin uh, sorry Jeju against Seoul Eland Buchon Yongin Yongin 7-0 home win 7-0 home win ok um, 4 o'clock Suwon FC against uh, Daejeon Citizen Oh, yeah. sorry, sorry. Dejon Hanna. Dejon Hanna. Hanna won something. Dejon Hanna Hotspur FC, right? Yeah, that's it. Um, what a that badges. Yeah. What, what a pathetic badge. Mm. Um, we'll, we'll talk about that on our podcast. Uh, Dejon, uh, wow. A we win. Dejon have put a lot of money into that team. Mm-hmm. The guys at Connor Chapman and so on. Um, Dejon a we win. Okay. And then there are three games on Sunday. Goodness knows what we make of Chungnam Asan against Buchan. Um, <laughs> New team. Asan, <laughs> uh, oh, who's playing? Yeah. Uh, Buchan will win. 
we can stay down here a few days we just go it's just like 10 miles down yeah. the road mm. and uh, then the the line the the battle of line four one of the battles of line four Anyang and Ansan Pullman yeah I think so too and uh, finally uh, Gyeongnam against Chonam a south coast derby a South Coast Arby between two teams that I hope stay in K2 forever. Because <laughs> um, their grounds are so difficult to get yeah, to. Yeah, basically, yeah. Um, nothing, one each draw. One each draw. Okay, that pretty much uh, concludes things. Football is back. Anything else you want to add today? Uh, no, football is back. Uh, I'm looking forward to getting my summer season ticket. Um, he doesn't. Uh, uh, what are the rules? Paul actually mentioned what the rules are. You don't actually have to pay. For, you have to pay for until they're up to like four years old or something. Yeah. So he's that big. That's not going to be that long. <laughs> and he got an ID card from start showing photographs, passport <laughs> photographs. <laughs> like, um, no, yeah, yeah. I'm looking forward to the. I mean, obviously, I'm, I'm excited. I'm excited. Uh, I'm happy. Let's say that the K League is back. Um, it's been a long time. Uh, I'll, I'll be more excited when I get, can get into a football stadium uh, and I'll be even more excited when I can take my boy well I'm, I'm, I'm still convinced you this is all a Mark conspiracy the whole thing that um, Mark wasn't going to be able to go to any games for, for at least a month or two so he made sure no one else could anyway but it's back we're ready for the K-League yeah, take it away